What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette. And we are both retired NYPD detectives. And we're here to cover the stories, uh, the, the main headline news in crime and policing this week. But before we start, uh, let's catch up with Angel and see what you've been up to. How are you, buddy? I heard you, you were telling I'm me good. you had a stressful day. Yeah, just a lot of shit going on. Uh, some stuff going on with the family, but everybody's just going to be okay, thank God. Um, just a stressful day at work. Uh, got my ass to the gym. Now I'm here. I shoved two pork chops down my throat. No carbs. So I had a little bit of salad. Now I'm ready to go. Picking out my teeth. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Everything's good. I, I saw somebody I hadn't seen in a while uh, at a show, and they, uh, they're like, oh, my God, you look so... And I like what? Like I gained so much weight, and they started laughing. And I, you know, like I, I've been realizing lately in photos that I, I put on like I packed on pounds. I went to the doctor, you know, for that freaking uh, the clot that I had, and I got on the scale. I was like two sixty four, and I've like, like I was like, just keep it at two fifty five, okay? I'm wearing a lot of clothes right now because <laughs> I didn't wanted to change the chart. But uh, let me yeah, tell you so, something. What? When I when I was in the squad in the four eight squad. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 6'5". I got up to 340. I was 340 uh -huh. in the fucking 40. I've seen pictures of you, yeah. I was 340, I man. I was uh, I was wearing a 58 extra long suit. Forced what to be your, reckoned with. What was your waist? 42? 44? 42, 44, depend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm never I'm never going above a 38. A I'll, I'll, a <laughs> I'll starve before I do that. But I ate once today, and I'm not planning to eat until tomorrow nah. at 2.30. So that's what I'm doing. Hmm. And uh, I'm going to hit the gym tomorrow. I figure I could lose the first 15 pounds by uh, by the time we hit November. Okay. Not November, December. Whatever but it also sucks, like, you know, it's the holidays coming up, and all of a sudden you're going to be, but um, I'm already sick and tired of the. It's the drinking, really. I just got to cut down on drinking. Don't you know what I'm all. saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um uh, what can I tell you, man? As far as I've been, uh, I've just been busy with shows, um, and that's pretty much it. I have some exciting news, but I can't share it yet. I have to wait, and that bothers me because I have a big mouth and I love to tell people stuff. But why would you? Do I can't. That? I can't do it now. I gotta but wait. Why, I gotta, why would because you, why, why it's would it's the type of situation situation where why would you do that to us? It's not a hundred percent sure yet, but um, so you gotta wait. You just gotta wait. Bafangul. But in a couple of weeks, hopefully I'll be able to share it with you and then it'll be fantastic. But anyway, let's uh, say hello to the people in the chat before we start with the show tonight. Um, Color Me Abstract. Well, before we do, SF Investigates is a new member. So thank oh. you, SF Investigates. Very nice. Thank you so for much. For joining the family. Uh, yes. The YouTube membership family. Thank you so much for your uh, for, for being for joining us. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, so I did some homework right now because I saw Color Me Abstract. Their comment was up for a minute. So I looked at it. It says, hope you're com you comment on Brooks' crazy, crazy trial. Now, when we talk about Brooks with the crazy, crazy trial, we're talking about um, that uh, the Christmas Day Parade Christmas Massacre. Parade, yeah. mm -hmm. Wakusha, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I took a time out to because uh, I haven't really been watching the trial. But since I had a minute, I saw some clips. And uh, I've also seen stories about it periodically so this guy's um representing himself in court yeah um, yeah like he, he's like his own attorney and he's out of his mind uh didn't the son of sam do that too i think the son of sam represented himself too you he might have i think he did it for a minute and then and then at some point they made him get uh counsel i think that's what happened yeah well um you know who else did it um Remember the, the the Long Island Railroad shooter? Oh, Colin Ferguson. Colin, Colin Ferguson? Yeah. Yeah. Remember him? Where he 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 went and he started interviewing. Do you see the person that shot you in this courtroom today? And you motherfucker. Like, yeah, you. You're the one who shot me. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of those black mass shooters that the cops never take alive, you know, because that's what they say that every time there's a black mass shooter, they they kill uh -huh. them, but they take only white shooters alive. So he was the first one that was killed by the cops. Oh, wait, he wasn't. Uh, no, he wasn't. He, he went to trial. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah, he, 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 rep 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I missed you. I was playing along too. I took you literally. <laughs> <laughs> it was too deep in your mind. Hold on. Let's keep going through the chat because we got off. We went off on a tangent because of Color Me Abstract. You know what that makes me think about? Color Me Bad. Remember Color Me Bad? Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to sex you. Yeah, right. I wasn't a big uh, Color Me Bad fan. Yeah, I know. The only men, only men like them. Uh, JoJo, we got JoJo in the chat. Hello. Heather, whatever, taking care of a hurt dog. Oh, no. Heather, I, I hope, hope your doggy's uh, okay. Me too. I hope Kim you Allison. Know, I, I feel bad for that. Kim Alliston. Little Mermaid, Louisa. Hello, darling. Good to Kim see says, you. hi, Mark and Angel. Hope you're both doing well. Yes. Uh, Milwaukee Civilian is back. What's up, Milwaukee? Good to see you again. Ruth Ann Griffin. Uh, who else we got? Anne-Marie. Hello, Anne-Marie. Did you mention Louisa? Uh, I did. I yeah, did. she was. Uh, she's always sharing the flyers always, that I put up. It's very, very nice of her. She's awesome. London girl from across the pond. You guys got a new prime minister, uh, young lad, the youngest in two hundred years, right? Um, and of course, CNN. While I was on the elliptical trying to live, they had to point out that he was the first person of color to ever be a prime minister. Mm -hmm. Always has to be uh, race included, but. London girl, congratulations on your new prime minister. Uh, let's see. Pauline Buckles. Hello, Pauline. Uh, I don't know anything about that government, and I've watched way too much about that government. I think some of it's cool, like when they go in the court and they wear the wigs and stuff like that. That, I think, is really cool. And they really, like, <laughs> you know, they get out there and they start shouting stuff at each other. Have you ever yeah. seen that? Yeah, yeah. They like China. they, they roast each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They roast each. They get personal. <laughs> like you know, you couldn't have a kid until you got, um, you know, in vitro fertilization. You know, they start saying like real personal stuff. And this oh, law that you're trying to pass doesn't work either. You know, like <laughs> but with an English accent. You know, yeah, in a yeah, very yeah. very nice way. Yeah, don't do it. Your English. You wish you could have a baby, but you can't. <laughs> That's why you pro abortion. <laughs> Uh, who else we got? Mary Goldstein. Hello, Mary. Mary Goldstein, how you doing? Scott Wagner, Detective Spanish Harlem. What's up, Scotty? Raquela, darling, we love you. Hello. And what welcome. did this lady do? She resigned over there. She was the prime minister, and then she gave we up after three going weeks. Through the fucking chat. Stay focused. I'm just, well, we can you're stay like focused. You're like my dog, like squirrel, and that's it. Yeah. Everything. It's like forget about it. Hold on. Let's see who else is in the chat. I just was saying hi to Raquela. My daughter. Hi, Raquela. Hello. Marie Arnold. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know if you can hear my wife screaming with the nurse on the phone, but if that's her, if you can't hear her, just ignore her. Peter Pranzo. What's up, LT? Hi, Lieutenant. Uh, Mary truth. Goldstein. Hi, Mary Goldstein. Yes, yes. The truth is there, too. Maui uh, Swift. Maui Swift. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go. I think we got to no, I just... Um... Margaret Hearn. Yeah, uh, what I was saying is like, she yeah, was she, she, she resigned. Who does that? She was there for like forty days or something like that. Because but I mean, who does that? Like, did somebody threaten your life? Like, what? You just won that job. Like, you, you, you toughen it up. I know. Is that what everybody's gonna do nowadays? Just quit yeah. when somebody says something bad. Is that what? We're, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't like what you said, I'm not gonna play anymore. And then they're gonna go. That's it. They're gonna go inside. <laughs> Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. who, who, have you ever heard of that over here in this country, where somebody just resigns after 40 days because, uh, now you got to work. That's called politicking. The they whole thing is politicking. Didn't Bill Belichick resign from the Jets head coaching job after like a week? Yeah, but he had a much better. Maybe who knows? Maybe she got a private job. You're right, because he had another job waiting for him. He didn't want to yeah. coach, uh, the Jets anyway. He wanted com uh, complete control, which is what he had when he went to uh, New England there. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. London girl, she was so crap and basically the country was about to implode. I, yeah, I still... apparently they're apparently they're really worried about the prices of everything going up. Their food, um, the electric uh that's coming, um That's the, globalization uh, for you folks. The electric uh prices the, that are gonna be going through the roof. All these magnificent ideas about globalization are, are and this is what they come up with. How to make yeah. the whole world poor. You're talking about the two countries that were thriving the most in the whole freaking planet. And all of a sudden, where are the ones bugging out? Are you kidding me? It's the new world order. We got Susie Rivera in the chat from Texas. Susie Hi. Rivera from the free state of Texas. Hi, Susie. How's it feel to live free? It must be something great. 
It must be something great. Dan one, a wig and a dress would be concerning. Well, knock it till you try it. Uh, what did you say? Uh, a wig and a dress, because you were talking about how they wear wigs and dresses at their trials. Well, yeah, they wear the robe. Yeah, yeah. And, they, yeah. and then they got the wigs. I yeah. think the wig is cool, man. Like, if you, you know, like for me, especially, like, you don't have to worry, but you could rock a different look. For me, every day I got to get up and I got to trial. Every day I got to blow dry my hair out. You know what I'm saying? Listen, put the moose in it. All you men, all you men better thank your lucky stars that I no longer have hair because you guys would be done. I'd have the woman knocking my door down. There would be no woman left for either one of you. Anybody. Uh-huh. They'd be, you'd be done. That's not true, by the way. I'm better off bald. I don't know if you ever uh-huh. see the picture of me with hair, but it's a fucking it's a uh-huh. scary sight. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not good bald. I tried that. I shaved my head once, I think when I turned 40, <laughs> and man, I cried every day until it grew back. <laughs> I shaved my head in 1997. I was 26, going on 27 years old, and I had uh, I was going bald, and my partner, of course, Mike Curley, I got to give him a shout out. He's like, you don't have a hair in your ass. You're not going to shave your head. And what did I do? Right? Because men, you can't dare men, especially when they're 26 uh-huh. years old. I went home and I shaved my head and I never looked back. That was it. Yeah, I would imagine it's much, much easier to keep. But like I, I said, I have to shave every morning. Every morning I shave this. Oh, yeah. Just like you shave your face too. You go up. Thing. What do you got a thing? What do you mean? What uh, I got a thing? You got you the, that machine that you go like this? No, motherfucker. It's a razor and some edge gel. And I'm Are good. you kidding? There's no thing. I do. And you can cut? 30 yeah. seconds. I've cut myself three times. And let me tell you something. When you cut anything above the neck, you know this, you bleed for like 18 yeah. days. So, yeah. I bleed, 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 bleed. But um, I've, I've sliced my pretty head open a couple of times. But, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes the razor slips out of my hand because I'm trying to put my leg up so then I can shave <laughs> I my head. I thought you were going to say because you, you were jerking <laughs> off at the same time. Like, <laughs> the dick feet is, the dick feet is, like this. I dropped the fucking razor. With You're shaving your head. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to kill two birds with one stone, literally. <laughs> it was savage. Three birds, three birds with one stone. So can we get on? Are we done? Yeah, with let's get hello? on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So um, I don't know if you guys were paying attention last night, but the Yankees lost. Uh, so my heart goes out to all the Yankee fans, including Angel. You know, uh, you had a great season, though, 110 wins. Uh, you had a home run champion there, 62 uh, home runs. Did he end up with 63? It doesn't. No, he's 62. It doesn't matter. 62. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, you know, you guys, at least you could have uh, – you could always keep throwing that out that you had 27, you know, uh, World Series championships. I'm and, not. Uh, I'm not one of those Yankee fans. I I am. I enjoyed the season. August mm-hmm. was tough. They were like 10 and 18 in August. Um, they started showing light, signs of life again. Um, uh, Aaron Judge didn't do shit this series. He was one for 16. Um, the only kid, the only people that hit were Bader and fucking RoboCop. Yeah, the guy like came out of Giancarlo, nowhere, Beta. Giancarlo Stanton, Robocop. I call him Robocop. Those were the only two guys that hit. Garrett Cole didn't pitch as well as he should have, although mm-hmm. the Yankees didn't score any runs, so they didn't fucking do anything for him. But yeah. I'm totally not happy. I say clean house, get rid of everybody, fucking Boone, fucking Cashman, everybody. Let Jeter come in, be the president, take over for Randy Levine. Let's get a new GM. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, uh, if the owner even has that type of aptitude. I mean... Cashman has been there since he's been the owner. So he, he hasn't had another GM, I don't think. But, you know, uh, you guys always have a – because I'm a Mets fan. And, you know, the Yankee fans always have a way of uh, throwing out that 27 ring. So do you know who I'm else was dead? That. You know who else uh, was dead at go. 27? Oh, boy, you really thought this out, huh? <laughs> Jim Morrison, Kirk Cobain. Um, I forgot what her name is. Amy Jimmy Winehouse. Hendricks, Amy, Amy Winehouse. Winehouse. And uh, the other one, I forget her name too. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but isn't she the, the one that with the real raspy uh, Janice Joplin? Janice Joplin, there you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, th- those also are people, uh, things dead at 27, right there, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, we got a question in the chat by Susie Rivera, it's an important one. Go what ahead. is what does my hoodie say? My hoodie is in honor of detectives Jason Mora and Wilbur Rivera, uh, who were oh, wait, I'm sorry, Jason Rivera and Wilbur Mora. Sorry about that who were killed in the line of duty in January of this year. They were shot 3-2 precinct. So this was a charity hoodie um, by Patriot Provisions, and I just wore it to the gym today. So that's my hoodie. Thanks for asking, Susan. That's really, really nice. And you, uh, I got to I gotta, I gotta give you credit, man. You, you always have really nice police gear. 
Thanks, bro. You know, got to support. Uh, that, and I like that one a lot, man. That one's yeah. really, really nice. Thank you. Uh, but before we move on, um, notable Owens in history. Owen Wilson, <laughs> Terrell Owens, Jesse Owens, and Owen Four, New York Yankees, get swept mm. <laughs> with the broom. <laughs> what did you guys do against the Padres? Hey, listen, you can, we both suck. That's Don't, the bottom no, line. No, 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 no. The Mets didn't even make it. And they had the worst, they had the second, I think, highest payroll in Major League Baseball. So stop your happy horse shit. Listen, quit, quit while all, you're it, ahead. It always comes down Let's like this. Let's move on. Not only do you need the people that you pay the big money to to come through, but it's also nice to have, you know, there's always somebody in a World Series or in a playoff uh, division series where it's an unknown guy. He gets a key hit. So if your main guy doesn't do it or your main pitcher messes up for some reason, they have a bad night. You're not going to win. And that's what happened with the uh, with the Yankees. Uh, you know, I bet he's just exhausted, Aaron Judge. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he just didn't have another hit in him. And cry same me, thing with the Mets. Cry, you know? me, cry me a fucking river. The guy's going to make 400 maybe $500 million after the season's over because of his performance. I don't want to talk about it anymore. This is not a yeah, fucking I, ESPN I, podcast. Let's go. Listen, I could do I, – I don't want him. I want Otami. A lot of Mets fans are like, oh, get, get him. Let's move on. Flush it. All right. So here we go. go. Um, Three dead, including gunmen, and seven injured in St. Louis High School shooting. This happened today. Another school shooting in America. A a boy burst in there and said he's going to shoot everybody. And um, they already had the heads up, so they, they send everybody. They have a code word that they use in this particular high school. Everybody went to where they were supposed to go, and uh, he only had a chance to get his hands on uh, the three people there. But another mass shooting. Is it a mass shooting? I think it's four is a mass shooting, right? No, yeah. It's four or more people shot other than the shooter. So there were more people shot, but three died, including the shooter. So, yeah, it was a mass shooting. So there you go. It's just, um, I don't know. Everybody keeps saying this country is the greatest country in the world. It is. And, uh, well, you know what? I, I, it's the greatest country I ever lived in because I haven't lived anywhere else. But uh, if anything, other countries are starting to do the school shootings because they're trying to mimic us. I don't see if why are our kids so affected? Why are these? Why, are, why? Why is this happening like so much over here? And I know it's easy to say because of the guns. But if you really wanted to do any type of mass anything, you, you could use anything our, as a weapon. Our kids, unfortunately, in this country are being raised. Um, to be offended by everything, to be offended by everyone. They're being raised like twats. They're fucking too sensitive. They're, they're uber fucking hypersensitive. They're being taught that there's fucking 137 genders. But if you go to Afghanistan or Iraq or Iran or wherever the fuck else, they are teaching their kids how to kill um, anybody from the West. So that's the difference, right? We're raising our kids uh, to be soft now. All the requirements are going downhill. Uh, the Navy SEALs requirements are going downhill. The police academy requirements are going downhill. To join the military, any branch of the military is going downhill. The requirements are not as stringent. Um, well, they're also not getting applicants <clears throat> either. Because I was watching somebody being interviewed about um, the military going woke. And this is, which is trying to appeal to the younger generation. We need people. And uh, so that, that's, that was their excuse. Yeah, it's bullshit because they're force feeding our kids all this woke bullshit and it's making them weak, right? Because I said it before, how can anyone go to the police and report somebody suspicious when everything is normalized? There's nothing that's suspicious. There's nothing out of the ordinary. Everybody's normal. You can walk around with 10 bones through your fucking nose, uh, green hair, fucking wearing a fucking orange jumpsuit. And if somebody goes to the police and says something about you looking suspicious... You know, you're deemed misogynistic, homophobic, uh, a fucking, uh, you name it, right? And then you get canceled. So everything's normalized. Or called Karen. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So everything's normalized. Everything's normalized. We had a a crazy week here in New York City, especially our subways. Um, This one is very, very, uh, listen, I don't want to say that word, but um, this right here is is a recent subway incident. And you can see for yourself that uh, things are pretty crazy here. Where are we? 
unleashing bees. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Sorry, Mary. No offense. <laughs> Bushwick. Shoved onto the subway tracks in Bushwick. You see the suspect waiting on one side of the platform before he rushed a rider and sent him flying onto the tracks. Thankfully, he was not hit by a train, but he told us he's traumatized and dealing now with a broken collarbone. He spoke with our Sonia Rincon. The man recovering from a broken bone, sprains, bruises, and emotional trauma asked that we not show his face, but wanted to tell his story. He's a lifelong New Yorker who's taken the subway since middle school. He was taking it to work yesterday when he was attacked here at the Myrtle Wyckoff station for no reason by someone he barely saw. In the blink of an eye, I was pushed with full force into the train tracks. Police released this video tonight of the man they're looking for, who shoved 32-year-old David Martin in a completely unprovoked attack that could have killed him. Martin says he may not have made contact with a train or third rail, but he's badly hurt. People were told that I had no injuries, but I am laying in bed with a broken collarbone, and my face is so swollen. And mentally, I don't know how to even get through this. The plan state and city leaders announced today promises to tackle subway safety even more aggressively with more police officers, cameras, and longer-lasting help for those with mental health issues on the trains and in the stations. We must address the perception and the reality of public safety. And that perception is what people are feeling. But Martin says he doesn't perception know. Did you see that hit that he gave that guy? We should be looking Listen. for a football player right now. No, I'm telling Listen. you that guy. I'm telling you that guy has played football. That was a you're hitting somebody out of bounds. That guy charged at him like he was a receiver with the ball, and he hit him right. Did you see that shove? That was crazy. He he put his bag down. He kind of sort of got ready. Like this is uh, go ahead. So there's a couple of things here to dissect. First of all. Um, Nothing about the demographics of the victim or the assailant. Why? Why? Um, it's obvious, right? It's the, the, the perp is black and the victim is white. Could you imagine, and I put that on my Twitter and I put it on my Instagram and my Facebook. Could you imagine if that was a white dude that body checked a black dude or a Hispanic dude into the tracks? They would have had a press conference about uh, white supremacy and about racism they would have deemed it a hate crime all right from jump start. The guy already would have been in custody. This guy's still at large. Nobody's turned him in. There's no press conferences from the Biden and, and, and the like about this racist attack, right? Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is this idiot fucking mayor with the perception is what people are feeling. What are you talking about? Crime is up. He's blaming the, 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 the people that are saying crime is up. He's saying that it's the media that's doing it. They're blown out of proportion. He's fucking insane. Him and Hochul are, are, are stabbing because the midterm elections are coming, and now they're trying to pretend that they're about law and order. These mm -hmm. people have fostered this craziness. They have enabled these morons, these criminal savages, to fucking assault people and shove them in front of train. I don't. I, I took the train all the time when I was a kid. I do not remember this many people being killed or shoved in front of trains. In That's what he lifetime. mentioned. We're talking about a native New Yorker, a 32-year-old man, that uh, he said he's been taking the train since he was in middle school by himself. And this is the first time that, uh, you know, something like this has happened to him. And the, the scary part about it is that he got blindsided. So you're walking through the station, even if you were as aware as you could possibly be. I'm looking at my surroundings like we always talk about. Right. But you're looking straight ahead. I already passed this guy. I noticed him. There didn't seem to be anything unusual. I'm focusing on where I'm going right now, and then boom! You know what well, I'm saying? He's he's also a white guy that lives in Bushwick, Brooklyn. What does that What does that tell you about him? If we could uh, 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 kind of put labels on people for a second, what does that tell you about a white well, guy living in Bushwick? Who knows? Maybe he came in through uh, gentrification. He was the beneficiary of our great policing. Well, but maybe thing, maybe he was probably he was probably he's probably one of the woke people. Right, mm -hmm. who was victimized by somebody who he would probably march on city hall and say, "Oh, the justice system is systemically racist against these people, and these are the chickens coming home mm -hmm. to roost." I certainly don't wish this guy any harm. I certainly don't think he deserved what happened to him. I don't know from a hole in the wall. I think it's horrible that this he was attacked this way. But people need to start understanding 
that mm-hmm. if they continue to support these politicians, this asshole governor yeah. wants to put more cameras on the subways. What is more cameras on the subways going to do? We have a good, we have a great car. picture of him. Look at the picture. What are they picture. Gonna, what's it gonna Look do at the, the picture. Is, that's beautiful. Yeah. How much yeah. better of a picture can you get than that? Did it prevent him from doing anything? The no. Is- I mean, he's going to get caught at some point because you know right. what? These people, they probably don't have, they, they're going to use the transit system to get wherever they're going to get. Now, hopefully sometime in the future, now that we have this pick of him, we could also have facial recognition as you're going through there. And if you're wanted and we see oh, you. No, but you can't. You can't do facial recognition because now you're messing with people's civil liberties. And mm-hmm. now it's going to unjustifiably target minorities because, you know, mostly minorities live in Brooklyn and Bushwick. So you can't do this. So it's all this woke bullshit. Well, and it has to be politically it, correct. There has to be a way to use it. So maybe the, the police at least know where the station this guy's at and can go there and catch him for the past crime. But you're not saying you got it off of facial recognition. You know how we work, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got. I don't Just know how we work anymore. Off-duty, New York City, New York police officer robbed of badge and wallet oh in the God. Bronx. He's actually up from, from where you're up, where you live. He's upstate over there. and he, well, Who knows why he came What's down, his, but he's in the Bronx. Did they identify him? Well, he's not a New York City cop. He's a cop up there. Oh, really? Yeah, but he came oh, down shit, here. I didn't even hear about this. Wow. Probably has family or some drugs he's got to get, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so he's not the only cop. I mean, look at the city. Uh, these guys are off duty, but retired NYBD cop clocked in a knockout game attack, blast uh, bail reform, bail disreform, he calls it. So he was walking through Brooklyn. You know, he's retired, uh, minding his own business. And then uh, he was the victim of the knockout game. They passed him as they walked, and then they turned around, they came back, and they punched him in the side of the head. So now, this cop, right, this off-duty or this retired cop, Mm -hmm. you put the picture up again. Put the picture Mm -hmm. up again, if you can. You see the two two young uh, black kids, right? Mm -hmm. If he was walking down the street and he saw those two young black kids on the same side of the street, and because he felt whatever certain way he felt and he would have crossed the street and that was caught on video or some mm-hmm. asshole would have saw that. And just the mere fact that he crossed the street, he probably would have been. Um, and again, you know, I'm exaggerating, but he would have been demonized for being a racist for crossing the street. And he didn't cross the street. He walked right up to those kids. And what did they do? What did uh-huh. they do? Therein they lies the that. rub, my friend, because what's going to happen is when I was growing up, um, well, I'll give you a better example. Uh, in comedy, when I first started, you know, every black comedian had a joke about uh, not being able to catch a cab. And it was funny because we all knew it was true. And then came a time while we were police officers and crime went, uh, took a nosedive and the, se- the streets became safe, they could catch a cab. So if you heard a comic 10 years later doing a joke about how he couldn't catch a cab, you knew he was lying because you could. But now, it's back to the same thing. Yeah. And by, by I'm using cat, the cab as a metaphor, but when you see people of color now, all of a sudden, if you're not, you're just going to like, okay, three, three people together, three boys yeah. together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They could yeah. very easily be going to basketball practice or school, whatever, whatever. but you're going to cross the street. You're getting on an elevator. You're going to be shaking in your boots. That's mm-hmm. the way it used to be. And that's the way it's going back to, because, all we're doing is watching the news. If you are watching the news, if you don't watch the news, God bless you. You're gonna you're gonna be the next victim of a robbery. Yeah. What can I tell you? It's sad, and and you can't point out the obvious because then you're a racist. Listen, <clears throat> there's nothing further from the truth. I can't. The, we're doing it to ourselves, and by we, I'm seeing it as a culture, like Hispanics and Black. We, if we do not teach our children self-respect, right, and we don't hold them accountable for the shit that they're doing. This is never going to stop. Keeping it real is a fucking thing of the past. These kids, you have kids that come here, they cannot even speak English, and they become brain surgeons. There's nothing that a white person can accomplish in this country that a black person can't. We have to stop this fucking cultural bamboozlement. There, I said Mm -hmm. it for you, Milwaukee civilian. This cultural bamboozlement that we're a victim, we're a victim, we're a victim. We're doing it to ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves. They are not little young white kids doing drive-bys in New York City. They might be doing them in the Florida Panhandle. They're not fucking doing them here. Or Chicago, for that matter. Well, you know, Halloween is coming up, right? 
Yeah. And if if uh, if you're out there, fellas, and you're looking for a good costume, man, this one caught my eye. It's the club promoter <laughs> costume. Hollywood and Adams. If you if you if you're listening right Includes now, it's nothing. a it's a picture of uh, our New York City mayor, uh, oh, Mayor okay. Eric Adams, and he's got this uh, the outfit on that he went to uh, the Met, the, oh, Met. the Met, the Met, the Met Gala. Gala. Yeah. With After the he got his pedicure, the fucking clown. But it's it's uh it's a picture of him and it's in uh it's in a case like the way you'd buy a Halloween costume and the costume is is made by Spirit and it says a club promoter includes nothing helpful uh and then it says adult size cons- costume one size fits most and uh, it's a really really funny meme it's uh <laughs> you know he had a he had an interesting situation he's got a he had a, he had an aide. What the frick is this guy's name again? Chris Baum, right? Oh, that asshole. Christopher Baum. Watch this, right? So this guy, we spoke about this last week. Well, he was an aide. He went. He went to. Um, he went to Brooklyn to to spot out a place for Eric Adams. So he made the news about three months. So he actually got robbed while he was there. But um, <laughs> at this now you fast forward. This guy can't keep himself out of the news. So I don't know. I'm a big fan. Like I like Project Veritas. Uh, I don't know if anybody I subscribe to it. Um, I think it's so fascinating. Just the aspect that you would go Mm -hmm. out to dinner with somebody that you probably met on a dating site and just divulge the most personal information that fired from your freaking job. (laughs) But uh, this guy, uh, that's because these people, that's because these people cannot get laid unless they speak about how important they think they are. Right. Well, they're also asking, they're also getting asked these questions. So this guy, I'm his not going to talk about it. Don't ask me anything. His name is Christopher Baum. And like I said, he is some type of personal assistant or aide to our New York City mayor. And um, he went he went out to dinner with a female. And after a couple of drinks there, uh, you know, she's asking him questions about his job and, and this, that and the other. And this is um, this is pretty interesting, folks. So um, hold on to your seat. This guy. <laughs> This guy, this guy told her everything she wanted to hear and more, and then he got fired. But this is what led up to it. Okay, so um, let's see which one this. Okay, here we go. This is basically um, this is after the fact. I'm going to show you this video just to show you. Just it's a little insight into the mayor and how. Look at tri- Adam's face. Just- he's he's juvenile and trivial in a way. This guy is from Project Veritas, and he's asking him questions about the video. Did you see the video? And he won't answer, but the guy's got this earring on that uh, he's wearing, this long, and he's just kind of do some sh- some street magic to him to get him to stop talking about the questions. But he's like a he's a quasi journalist, and he just keeps asking him, "Watch this, sir, 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 we're not, sir, no, sir, sir, we're not doing the questions right now, sir. You, we appreciate the questions, but we're not going to do What you got? What you got hanging here? Hey, you have a comment about statements made by Chris Baum? about police officers and the public mandate. Let me see that here. He used disparaging, Mr. Mayor. Don't worry about that. What comment? He used disparaging language to speak about police officers. You have to answer that question for me. Because the people. New York City deserve to know. Right, we our nurses, know. our nurses during the pandemic. He's trying to play the dozens with him, like he's asking him like legit questions. And rather than just say, "I'm not going to answer this right now," he's asking about his earring. Where'd you get that earring from? Like, it's just such an unprofessional way to handle he's, the situation. He's like, a clown. Did you see when he said he smelled weed when he was at a press conference? He's like, "Oh, somebody's taking advantage of the new marijuana laws because I smell weed," and he starts chuckling. He is a fucking colossal figure. Yeah, I don't think he, he knows. He's a fucking clown. He's a clown. I don't think he, I don't think he knows he's mayor. You know, he reminds what, me of. Watch, go ahead. Um, remember in uh, uh, Damon Wayans and in Living Color, the guy that was always used the big words when he was locked uh, up in prison, and he yeah. always used the wrong words. He used to be like, "The hypothesis requires uh-huh. much more analyzation than the fact at hand disintegrates," uh-huh. and he never uh-huh. made any fucking sense. That's him. That's what he reminds me of. Let me see. Let's see if I can go back to this just like this. Uh, I don't even know how to do this now. Fuck. Where were we? Were we here? Yeah, there we go. We're going back to it. Do you have any comment, Mayor? Sir, sir, we appreciate the question. Hey, Mayor Adams, it's me again. Hey, any any comments, sir, on what your staffer said, disparaging cops with, with regards to the vaccine mandate, sir? Sir, you're being protected by law enforcement right now, Mayor Adams. You have no comment. 
You're going to ignore the people for how long, Mayor Adams? Mayor Adams still does not want to have any comment about his staffer, Chris Baugh, who was caught in an undercover video. Are you Chris? Well, this is bad, right? So watch this. Action. The woman that you've been meeting... No, this, the woman that you've been meeting with is actually an undercover journalist for Project Veritas Action. So we have you on undercover camera you talking about kidding me. Well, see, you're mocking <laughs> cops, firefighters and police here about the vaccine mandate. Are they going to get their jobs back? I'm not talking to you at all. Uh, you're talking to me right now, sir. So we have you on footage I'm here. Not, We're going to release. I'm not talking to you. Well, sir, we're we're talking to you right now. I'm showing you the footage. That's you sitting there. Did you would you like that to was see taken without my permission? I'm not talking to you. You said Republican governors flooded He's our system, quote, right flooded now. our system. How long until New York City's pro-migrant policies become unsustainable, sir? Chris, you also said you don't know if Adams is capable enough to navigate the crisis that's going on right now. What else do New Yorkers need to know about? Uh, this guy said so much bad stuff about the guy, his boss <laughs> in, in a dinner date with somebody that he just met. He said, this is what he said, and I quote, he said, being a cop is like the cushiest gig in the city. The co yeah. Like, th this is the asshole. Tell these guys. Tell these guys that. Tell Mio Soti's familia that. Tell uh, detectives uh, Wunjin uh, Lu and Rafael Ramos that. Tell them. Tell them. He Guess also what they said, all have in common? They're not here anymore. Yeah. They were killed in the line of duty. Yeah, tell them that. Tell them that. He he also mentioned that uh that we'll watch the next video about how the cops that got fired and the and the the firemen and whoever else didn't get vaccinated, how they deserved it because they couldn't even play. I don't even know what his logic really is, but um, I'm trying to think uh which one it is. Is it this one again? Did we just see that one? Yeah, we just saw that one. Let me see. <clears throat> no, it's the, I don't know. Uh, forget it. I'm not gonna do it. Um, there's another video there, but my point is this: is that um, this guy, man, I don't, I love the project very. You know what he didn't he look like? Remember to um, to catch a predator with that show. Remember when they Chris, came Chris in? Wallace? Yeah, they'd Chris come Wallace in with flowers in? and candy and and uh, you know a twelve pack of rubbers, and they were coming to see like a a, a a nine year old, ten year old, twelve year old girl, and then they see Chris Wallace come in, and they're like, holy yeah. shit. That's exactly Chris the same Hansen. way. Chris Hansen, yeah, Chris yeah. Hansen. Yeah. That's exactly the same way this guy looked um, when he approached him. He goes, I, he goes, hi, I'm from Project Veritas Action. And the look that he had on his face, he was like, holy shit. My <laughs> life is over. He shit his panties. Now, if you look at this guy, I, I'm just assuming just I think he's going to be OK. Aww. He might not be able to work in politics anymore for a few years. Poor guy. Um, I watched an interview where people were just uh, suggesting, well, you know, people talk like that behind people's back and he, it's uh, it's illegal to. You know, well, it's not. He didn't give consent. Well, here's the thing with consent. He's not using it at trial. He's just fucking recording. Once somebody. it goes out there, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> That's right. You know, you're going to lose your job. <laughs> Adios, muchacho. Go for him. And I, I guarantee I wish I knew for a fact that they're <clears throat> getting these people off of websites, uh, dating sites. That's how they're hooking up. Off a grinder. Let's go to, um, we'll come back to that story in a minute, but let's go to uh, the chat for a second and catch up to people in, in the chat. Um, where Chick, are we? Chick Eastwater. I can't say that I've ever seen Chick Eastwater before, but Chick Eastwater looks like uh, they've, that person has a lot to say. I think it's all a setup, but that's me. Anne Marie Adams is a joke. That's an understatement. Um, it's just a, wasn't that an odd way to answer a question? Like the guy's answering. Just if say, you, if, if I have an earring and, and you're the mayor and you're trying to touch me, but you have all this uh, um, uh, security around you, I would have done the LeBron James flop. I would have thrown myself on the floor and said, he assaulted me. <laughs> he tried to grab my earring. I mean, who can, what gives him the right to try to grab that kid's earring? I bet you he wanted to yank it out because here's the thing. He, he fired it the camera. He, he fired the, the, uh, that guy. But he, the reason why he said he was fired was because he disparaged the police department and the, um, 
and the fire department and the first responders. But the reality is this guy said that Mayor Adams was corrupt. He said it on tape to this woman that he's just met. He yeah. said, so they were asking him questions. Are you corrupt? What are you corrupt about? So this, well, I got it. We got to see this, man. Hopefully this is, is a different one. Let's see. This is about the vaccine. He's out to dinner with this girl now. Remember I told you the dating site. I'm not 100% sure, but listen to the questions. <laughs> listen to the question. I don't, I'm not 100% sure that's how they meet. But it's all, even though he looks like he's drinking water. So this guy must just be cocky without drinks. Jobs. Rather than get vaccinated, they don't serve their jobs back. They chose not to do a very, very harmless thing that like protects the rest of society. I don't give a shit. They're like, this is unfair. can deal with it. We're allowed to set the terms of employment, period. What does the mayor say? He said they quit. Why do they? Why should they get their jobs back? They quit. The mayor thinks he's got like ambition for running for president. Like this is it for you? Like no, you can't. You are very corrupt, and like lots of other issues. How so? Right there, he said you're very corrupt. That's what he's telling the mayor. You can't run for president. You're very corrupt. Um, like he's worth two and a half million dollars. He has rental properties. And like all he's ever done is be a cop and a civil servant. Wow. Wow. Did you just hear that? Yeah. Did you just hear that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. said the guy is worth two and a half million dollars, which is not a lot of money, by the way. And he has rental properties. And all he's ever done was been a civil servant. Yeah, he should now let's do Nancy Pelosi, um, uh crying Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden. Uh, and all the other politicians that are Congress people or senators that have been there um, since fucking Methuselah was walking the earth, and they're all millionaires, and they've all been civil servants, and they have. That's four your boss, houses. though. That's your boss. You're telling somebody about your boss that my boss is corrupt. <laughs> but I did read also that he. Uh, make it a lie. Uh, Mayor Adams said that he didn't hire him. So I don't even know how that works. I guess there's people that just come along. What Mayor them. Adams did do is give Banks, his wife, a cushy job in the in the in his administration for $250,000 a year. And then what Banks did was give Mayor Adams' girlfriend a job in his uh, private sector somewhere for over $200,000 a year. But nobody wants to investigate that. You have Tish James... Wasting everybody's time going after Donald Trump, but she won't fucking she won't fucking investigate Adams and Banks for their quid pro quo with each other's partners. She won't investigate uh, De Blasio for the Thrive New York City eight hundred and fifty million dollars. Him and his cockroach wife uh, 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 pissed down the toilet. So I mean, you know what? What's what is she doing? And then yeah, I get, she has I this ad, the people's lawyer. She's not a fucking people's lawyer. Yeah, to me, as a taxpayer, I, I think it's a waste of money to like just keep, you know, how many lawyers it takes to go through this guy's, uh, uh, we're talking about Trump right now, his personal, uh, you know, looking to catch him on something when the guy also has a team of lawyers and everything is under a shell. And these people that he hires know some, I'm sure some of them know what they were doing. And even if you had him, it would be a lengthy trial. Very complicated, more tax payer dollars going uh, wasted. And you know what? He's never going to go to jail. He's never going to go to prison. So you're basically wasting the taxpayer's money when the bulk of his money has already been made. You're not going to get that back. It's just, uh, it's just a vendetta. And somebody's whoever paid for her to run for that office is telling her what to do. That's how it works. They pull the strings. You have to kind of sort. If you want the money for your next campaign, when you come up for re-election, you better do what I tell you to do. All right, let's keep moving here. Uh, Massachusetts woman unleashed swarm of bees on deputies serving eviction notice. Did you see this? No. All right, <laughs> so got here, I'm, a, I'm gonna I tell you something. I ran here. for my life. I do not. The like sheriff's bees. department out there no, is, um, I guess, one of their responsibilities is serving these eviction notices. So they get there. To serve this eviction notice, this is one of the sheriffs. He's going to 
talk to you about what it's like to be a sheriff and serve these uh, eviction notices. Bees as a weapon. Hampton County Sheriff's Department in Western Mass says a woman released thousands of bees so that deputies would get stung. Now, those deputies were trying to serve an eviction notice. And they say the woman was determined to stop them. As WBZ's Julie McDonald shows us, she's now facing several charges. No answer at her Hadley home tonight, nor was there any sign of bees. Sup, Julie? In Long Meadow that the eviction was enforced, a neighbor told me if he hadn't witnessed the chaos himself, he couldn't have believed it. A large padlock secures this memory lane home in Long Meadow Wednesday night, but just days prior, this property was buzzing with activity and an angry threat. I've been doing this for 17 years, and we try to do a great job of um, sizing up different situations that we're walking into each day. It was Miss Woods' arrival uh, with her vehicle and trailer that really kind of uh, caused things to um, go haywire, if you will. While the homeowner was at court trying to delay his eviction, neighbors saw someone drive past law enforcement in an SUV and trailer. According to investigators, it was Rory Woods who doesn't live there. Maybe it was somebody coming to pack some things up, but then she started to open up crates and release bees. You can see in these images the struggle that ensued. Woods allegedly smashed a lid and flipped a hive, causing the bees to swarm. She apparently came prepared with a professional beekeeper suit, but several people <laughs> were stung and Longmeadow neighbors feared for their kids. They have some children that have, you know, allergies to bees and, you know, there, there was there was thousands of bees that were circulating. And there was some of the cops had. Um, you there, Mark? I think. We yeah. Hold on. Oh, okay. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Um, she. um this is the funny thing about this whole story. Like they mentioned, she, you know, uh, they left out the part uh, that she was with a group that protest all evictions in Western Massachusetts. Mm. She was not the homeowner being evicted. The house is worth $1.2 million, and the homeowner hasn't made a mortgage payment in two and a half years. So that's a really key point right there. She's not associated with the homeowner at all. She's just part of this. She's I, an I, activist. I yeah, that, you know, wherever they're going to evict Everybody somebody out of their home. Is. But, you know, if, if they would have done their homework, they would have saw that uh, it's not old lady getting evicted with little kids or whatever. Her grandkids. This is a one point two million dollar house where whoever these people are, they don't live there anymore. And they haven't they, they haven't paid a, a mortgage payment in two and a half years. So if, if who would have done the homework, <clears throat> this lady. You know, they probably just look at eviction. Oh, the, 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 the crazy what the sheriffs, lady? Yeah, whatever the sheriffs are going to do when they try to go yeah. there and disrupt them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go to a, go to a $1.2 million house and uh, go over there and fight for the fight for the rights of those poor people. Who this is the uh, this is the part of the show. We got to go pretty quick because we bullshitted a lot in the beginning. So let's bullshat. just keep going. We bullshit. It's not bullshit. City, we city bullshat. where George Floyd was killed struggles to recoup. Uh, recruit cops no kidding really uh minnesota so they have this um what they have this thing where you can come and apply to be a minnesota police uh minneapolis police officer and um the last they checked there were six people there trying to get the job <laughs> okay or applying for the job six people That's funny. and one of them had a face tattoo colin sports okay. a facial tattoo of an obstensity against police so he has an anti-police tattoo on his face, and he, he's coming to apply for He thinks he might want to be a cop. And you know why? He told the Associated Press that, um, that it is directed at evil ones, the evil cops, such as the ones who killed Floyd and Breonna Taylor, who were shot to death by officers. The department said it, um, it doesn't have any policy governing tattoos. They'll take anybody at this time, including somebody with a face tattoo. I don't want people of color to be against cops, said the guy with the face tattoo. He works as a pizza cook and a FedEx package distributor. So obviously this guy has come to grips with the way the world works, and uh, he wants to get some uh, health benefits. This other guy over here, he said he became a cop because he wants to do it um, because he wants to be the one to change everything. Mm. It's always... 
the, the a lot of cops that get recruited, they they want to be the one to change. They don't realize when you get hit in the head with a brick. You been, you, you know you're out there at a Black Lives Matter protest uh, two years ago, and you're the one who just won Cop of the Month because you're this uh, you know you coordinated their uh, volleyball games or some nonsense uh, in the church, you know, and you're getting the whole community back together, and all of a sudden they're hitting you and the guy next to you or you in the head with a brick, and you're like, yo, I, I I'm the Cop of the Month. <laughs> But those people that are protesting, they came from out of state. They don't care who you are. They're, and then you look on your re- on left and right, you see, oh, these are my brothers and sisters in blue. These are the only people who have my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got listen. I got news for you. There's a news flash. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody, pay attention. There's recruiting problems all over this country for police because. Everybody is demonizing them. They have no support from their leadership. They have no support from the politicians. They don't have support from the news media. The vast majority of them are demonized based on the vast minority's actions. So Milwaukee's not an outlier. Nobody wants to be a cop in this country. Um, uh, and it has a, a lot to do with the demonization of police and also has to do with what we spoke about earlier in the show, how people are being raised to be twats and they don't want to fucking help their communities and they don't want to strap a gun on because that's toxic masculinity. And that's, you know, you're trying to be an alpha male and being an alpha male is frowned upon in society um, by all these, you know, feminist groups and all this other bullshit. So it's, it's a problem that unfortunately is not going to go away anytime soon, especially if um, the current administration and all the walkies stay in power. So that's my two cents. There you go. I agree with you. Thanks. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Climate activists throw mashed potatoes on Monet painting. This painting is worth a hundred and I don't know ten billion dollars. What these stupid assholes don't realize is they that blew every, themselves to the wall. Wait, wait. Every painting that's worth more than ten dollars in any museum, guess what it has in front of it? A sheet of glass. So I they're know. not ruining anything. All they're doing is wasting food that they could have fed to the poor people that they claim that they're trying to protect yeah it's it's a weird choice to, uh, they use the mashed potatoes <laughs> and what they do is uh, they carry this glue and they they glue themselves to the wall so, stupid. so i don't know whether how you where's the security there. guard how come well, they got this they set the they alarm behind... wait how did they, they get the behind alarm. how did they get behind those ropes how did they well, get behind what, those what, ropes? What, what, what ropes are those though you, you should be shot if you go if you go back there but the, what is that? It's just a little thing. It's not even that far they, away. It has to be another barrier. Well, they set an alarm, first of all. And second of all, like, I just remember watching recently a video of um, who was the first American senator that was talking about climate change? It had to be 20. Bob Dole, maybe? Was it Bob Dole? No. It was somebody else. He ran for president, too. Bob Dole. It wasn't Bob Dole. It was, uh, was it, guy, uh, he looked like Superman a little bit, like he had the dark hair and handsome guy. But you know, he, he we took about 20, 30 years. Gore? And, he, Bill Gore, Bill, Bill yeah, Gore. yeah, Al Gore, yeah, Al Gore. All right, Ruth Ann Griffin, thank you for the save. Al Gore. Yeah, so we'll he, Al Gore. if you watch video of him 30 years ago, he's saying Superman. that we, we got 10 years it. left. We got 10. You look at him younger, younger pictures of Al Gore, not now. Well, not Superman, but Clark Kent. Oh, sorry. The guy, what's the guy person. who played him? What's the guy they're who played him? Person. You're talking about uh, Christopher Reeves? Yeah, yeah. He kind of sort of has that kind of sort of look. Oh, like you a little bit when your hair goes down. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he was. He said it. I watched him say we got 10 years left. 30 years later, we're still here. Talk, what people talking about, we got 10 years left. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to ban sales of gas vehicles in New York and California by 2035. They're not going to take my Hellcat from me. I am not going to let them. I will die. It's just a question of who's in charge. You know, <laughs> you get a, you get the red wave that comes in in November right now. Things change. It's all about things change. This is uh, Carrie Lake. She's running in Arizona for hey, governor. Carrie. Hey, Carrie. And um, they say she's a, she's a hell of a uh, TV personality. We talked about she's her last fantastic. week. She's fantastic. But this is just a gratuitous picture for the people that can watch the show right now. If not, it's definitely worth <laughs> I'm just going to keep it up here for another 10 minutes. It's definitely... How beautiful is she, huh? 
Yeah. Man, I'd vote for her in a heartbeat. I don't even want to. I'll, I'll keep this TV on mute. Just You run, girl. You run. <laughs> you got my vote. My armpit I'm, fetish is coming out now. Listen, I don't care what party she's in. I'm joining. <laughs> uh, listen, she's dynamic, man. Uh, my wife and I were watching. Uh, she was with that. Uh, uh, who's the twat from uh, ABC News that, that hates Trump? That's always. Uh, uh, he does uh, ABC News on Sunday mornings now. Um, All of the them. Glasses. No, this guy. Stepanopoulos? Uh, no, no. He's a little whiny ass little fucking twat. Stepanopoulos? No, no, no. Stepan- I think Stepanopoulos left. This <laughs> no, guy, because anyway. Because you said guy, whiny. Yeah. This guy was, was he, he was in Arizona um, talking about, you know, the, the, the election rigging, allegations mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he was trying to trap her. And she's just so freaking good, man. She just, she's so professional, so classy, so smart. She's great. Yeah, yeah, she was an anchor for 22 years, uh, news anchor. So yeah, you're so not gonna knows, you're not gonna trip her up. She knows the camera. She knows the trash. I think maybe they she's no oh the the one she's running against won't debate her, and people yeah. are like even the people of Democrats are like you know you should debate her like this is you're looking weak, but it's like going into a fight against Mike Tyson. If you know you're gonna lose, man. Like I haven't trained. I'm I'm feeling bloated right now. Um, <laughs> I'm not. There's no way I'm gonna beat Mike Tyson. So why am I even gonna show up? Like, be smart and just stay home. That's what she did. <laughs> She's awesome. I love her. She's and great. this came out this week as the last final story. She lived in a fantasy, and she died in a fantasy. And uh, Sachin Littlefeather. That's the the sister of Sachin Littlefeather. So it no. turns out yeah. this true Trudy Orlandi, she's saying, My sister was Mexican. We grew up in California. Uh, we don't have anybody in our family that's Native American. But if you recognize the picture of her, she's the one that accepted the Oscar for uh, Marlon Brando oh, in like 1970 something. Yeah, that's right. As Marlon Brando. You know, Marlon Brando is probably one of the first woke. If you really want to go back in history, and I love Marlon Brando to death. I mean, he's my favorite, favorite actor, but. You know, just that first thing that he did was he won. The, if if I win the Oscar, I want you to accept it for me. I'm not even going. So she went on his behalf, and then she did this long speech about the Native Americans and this, that, and the other. And it turns out that she just was an actress, I guess, playing the part. She wasn't even a, a real native. <laughs> um, Can't make this shit up, man. The things that you'll do for a girl, like after you bang them, all the shit that you promised them. Yeah, yeah, I'll get you. To, and then like they let you have it. And I'll like, let you oh, accept. I'll let you accept fuck. my Oscar. I'll let you accept my Oscar. And then fuck you. Like, oh, I can't. Now I can't even go to the Oscars. <laughs> He's probably pissed. Why didn't they use the why didn't he use the, the guy that used to cry at the um uh the commercials? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well he could have. I didn't even know remember? if that guy was a real uh, Native American. No, it turns he was out a real, he was really? a real Indian. Yeah. Oh, an actor yeah. too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, folks, uh, let's just wind it down. But before we say goodbye to the people in the chat, let me just uh, give you a couple of announcements, things I got coming up this weekend. Oh, handsome. I, really I will be. Hold on a second. Well, I got to tell you, who took this headshot of you? It's so long ago. It's got to be, I don't know. Oh, you look so. I was young. You look so handsome, man. I look so fat and ugly right now. <laughs> Disgusting, but I'm going to lose the weight. You look like uh, squiggy, Listen, squiggy this weekend, Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> This Friday and Saturday night, uh, you can catch myself. me at the City City Steam Brewery if you live in Hartford. If you're in Connecticut, come out to 942 Main Street in Hartford, Connecticut, City Steam Brewery. It's a comedy club over there and um, as well as a brewery. And I'm going to be headlining the shows on Friday and Saturday night. Both shows start at uh, 8 p.m. Also, if you live in oh. South Carolina, I'm okay. coming down to Myrtle Beach. Ooh, lots of retired cops down there, my friend. Coming down to Myrtle Beach to uh, perform at the Hangout, uh, headlining the Hangout. It's a comedy uh, comedy shop. Put it together. It's my friend James. He was here in Jersey living, and I used to do shows for him all the time. Um, And now he's moved to South Carolina, so he's starting up over there. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. If you're in the area, come by. November 19th, please come. Uh, Get the tickets at jjcomedy.com, jjcomedy.com. November 19th, I'll be headlining that show. All right, so before we leave, uh, let's say goodbye to the people in the chat. <laughs> Chick Eastwater, did he say Squiggy? Yes, I did. I said Squiggy. <laughs> I look like Squiggy now or back then? No, back then. <laughs> oh, okay. A handsome, a handsome virgin. Vir- yeah, vir- yeah. Virgin or virgin of Lenny, Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Hello. Remember, they used to walk in. <laughs> uh, 
some of these people are being some of the people are being nice. Uh, you're handsome, Mark. Listen, Mar- Mary Goldston, thank you. She said, "Listen, Mark, you look better than most of the bald twenty-eight-year-olds, so don't be so hard on yourself." <laughs> That is true. Yeah, yeah. I can get back. Listen, I'm going to lose the weight. Once I lose the weight, I look a little bit better. And then, you know, maybe I'll get some plugs for the front of the hair there once. No. Uh, yeah, man. Never. Listen, I'm an entertainer. I'm, I can get away with it. No, 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 no. Uh, Ruth Ann Griffin, she says, uh, good show, Mark and Angel. Anne-Marie says, Mark, you never look You never look ugly. Thank you. I just, uh, listen, I took a picture, like I said, with somebody the other day, man. And I was like, it looked like I ate me. Like I was in there somewhere. You know, I, I I saw the picture. It was with a female, right? A short female. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was I like, saw, I you look good in that picture. Any picture that comes from up like this with your no, stomach? No, no. You look, you look strong. You look strong in that uh, picture. F- forget it, man. Big and lose, strong. Big I'm and strong. Like weight. like Russian woman. You look big Don't and worry. strong. I'll like be back, Russian man. I'll be back. You know what it is when you turn fifty-five, your metabolism slows down, and you kind of, kind of, you have to figure it out. You know, it's a lot of math you got to do. So, you look good, man. You're 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 a gorgeous person, and more than that, you have a beautiful heart. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. So, do you have any parting words for us, Angel? I got no time left to say anything. You fucking took all the time. We're at the end. We always go to like one hundred two. So, say something. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I got nothing. Listen, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Big Rican man. There, I got it right. Find them. Big Rican man. I advocate for my cops. Um, you know, let's just keep it going. Let's keep fighting for the police and fighting for what's right. That's it. That's what I do. All right. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Mark, you look better than now. That picture looks like you should be on Dateline. LOL. Oh, you put some, <laughs> like I'm going to push my girl off the cliff, right? <laughs> on Dateline. There's always a guy pushing his wife off the cliff on Dateline. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Ra- Raquel says men can always get away with a few extra pounds. I know. I, I always used to get away with it. It's when you get away, when you add more pounds to the pounds you can get away with. That's the All right. Problem. Enough. Enough. Let's go. All Let's right. move so on. anyway, um, I got to get out before the liquor store closes. Oh, it's only seven. I got plenty of time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, great show. Love you Listen guys. Everybody. Thank, thank you. Thank in. you to uh, the police off the cuff family for tuning in to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing. We'll be back next Monday night, folks. Never forget. Um, Rivera and more. And, and until then, thank you for all the love. And we love you guys. Bye. Adios. Have a good night. That was funny. Ha, ha, ha.